0: The Super Bowl is almost here. Let's get you prepped. Let's get you hyped. Let's get you to Las Vegas as we bring you the latest on the 49ers and Chiefs as they close in on Super Bowl 58. Here are your hosts of Styles and Watkins, Alan Styles and Chris Watkins.
1: Yes, yes, yes. On a Friday, closing yes. out the week. Right, Styles and Watkins, and we are still in Vegas thanks to Jiffy Lube. Sactown Sports Road Trip to Radio Row in Las Vegas is brought to you by our friends at Jiffy Lube. When it's time for a radio road trip or just a road trip, visit Jiffy Lube for all your automotive maintenance needs. Jiffy Lube is your road trip headquarters and just because it's the last day Chris we're yep. not slowing down yeah you no. can't slow down no, okay Bamani Jones that's coming up to KO Spikes that's coming up yep. Carlos Ramirez that's coming up Mike Golick oh, radio that's legend, right. that's coming up and we don't just do yeah. sports here we don't just do sports here on Sacktown Sports we got Bert Kreischer yeah that was as crazy. well and he is Outstanding. We saw him and Jay is doing his thing. Thank you to Kyle back in Sacramento taking care of us. Nate's been doing an outstanding job all week. Jay, you know, you know what it is with Jay. Jay doing his thing as well. Chris. Yeah, we're almost to the finish line. I know. I feel it's like bittersweet. It's, it's bittersweet. It is
2: bittersweet. It's been incredible here. Uh, the guests that we've gotten, like you said, Jay's been going out of his yeah, mind. He gone again. He's been, he gone again. <laughs> uh, it, it's been incredible. And then I'm I'm a little bit afraid that on Monday we're going to go uh, into the studio and have to do four hours by ourselves. That's right. And it's going to feel like the longest shows that we've <laughs> ever done because it's been a lot of other people talking on these past couple days and. It's going to be weird to go back to just us uh, blabbering about for four hours.
1: Yes, yes. But, you know, thank you to everybody on the Sack Chat yes. that's been listening. Yeah, Wherever absolutely. you're listening in the car, Sacktown Sports, the app, SACTownSports.com. And we can't forget, you know, I, I know I'm, I'll say their names today, even though they didn't do anything, yeah. but technically the roster changed for about two seconds. That's right. All right, with Robin Lopez. Yeah. The Kings do play tonight against the defending champs, the Nuggets. And I believe Ugh. the Nuggets will be at a, a, a more full strength than they were last yeah. time. They'll have Jamal Murray. They'll have Jokic. So yep. the Kings got to be up to the Good task. Luck. And, look, after the stinker that they put on, again, you go from the worst team in the league on. to arguably the best team, at least yep. the best team in the West. I don't care what the standings say. To, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And they're the defending champs. Kings got the Nuggets tonight.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, Alan, I feel like I know what's going to happen because you lose to the Pistons in embarrassing fashion, and then you play the defending champs, like you said, fully healthy. I'm feeling a Kings 20-point win tonight. It's, that's it's only that's fitting. who they are. It's only fitting. That is, is that who they are. They're going to come back and give the best performance of the season. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to click. They're going to say, this is why we didn't make a trade. Internal development. Look at the growth of this team. going to be so exciting. Yep. And we're probably going to be right back on the roller coaster when we play the Nuggets in, like, two days.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's just Who they are and who they've been as we continue to talk Super Bowl as well. And what's crazy about the Super Bowl and all of our picks, what would you say? We've been writing them down. Yeah. But right now, honestly, and I'm not just saying this, it's been about, I want to say 70 to 30. Yeah, I was going to say 80. Chiefs, okay, 80 20. It's probably been 80. People are very afraid of Patrick Mahomes. Of the
2: people who have taken the Niners. And yeah, that's the thing, is uh, this man. I've never heard so many people use the term fear, and you yeah. can't bet against. Like, there is a legitimate fear. He's of lost being the Super Bowl before by Patrick Mahomes. That's the thing. Yeah. He's lost before. Granted, it was to Tom Brady. Yeah, that's but right. it's like, you know, these guys are even. Tom Brady lost two Super Bowls to Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, the amount of people who just are are just terrified to pick against Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I understand. Right. I'm just surprised at the amount of people that just refuse to go with the team that played the best and has the best roster in the NFL. Granted, they haven't played the best these past two weeks, but, man, there was an 18-week sample size of this 49ers team being head and shoulders above everybody else. And then two weeks, it feels like two bad playoff games, or not even bad because they ended up getting the result, but two disappointing playoff games. And all of a sudden, the Niners are just a regular regular team.
1: Yep, got to get to a break. When we get back, fully loaded show more Salsa and Watkins live from Vegas. Thanks to Jiffy Lube, Sacktown Sports.
0: Radio Row coverage from Las Vegas is brought to you by Jiffy Lube, your
1: road trip headquarters. And Salsa and Watkins back live from. Las Vegas, thanks to Jiffy Lube. Special thanks to Jiffy Lube for making our road trip to Radio Row possible. Jiffy Lube, a proud sponsor of Sacktown Sports. And we are joined five-year NFL vet. Miami Dolphins fullback Alec Ingle. Alec, thank you so
3: much for joining the show. Appreciate you guys having me on. That's a good tee up, man. I mean, we're going from Jiffy Lube to a five-year NFL yes. career, man. Like, yes. Let's roll, man. Yes. I need a sponsorship from Jiffy Lube. We're you doing go. the third-year work, man. Yes, hey, hook 'em up, whatever. Jiffy Lube. We, we can make,
2: we, we can we make. No people, yeah, really,
1: no people. So this year, you're a nominee for the prestigious Walter Payton
3: NFL Man of the Year Award. Ha- just tell me what or tell us what that means to you to be nominated for that dude it means everything Mm -hmm. for your organization like what you go to work with every day they pick one person one Mm -hmm. man inside and outside the building that's doing it the right way like that amount of validation i I hate talking about external validation but Mm -hmm. it just internally tells you you're on the right track you're doing things the right way and like that's that's why it's the biggest honor in all this in all of football right now And it's really cool to see all other 31 nominees here yeah their foundations they're working on. You get so inspired by that group of people, right? You're the energy you give off, yeah. and it's, it's a very inspiring crew.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, Eric Armstead's the Niners representative, and he's, he's from Sacramento. So we get to see a lot of the work that Eric does. What, what's some of the work that, that you do in your community?
3: Man, I'm big into foster care and adoption advocacy. Awesome. I was adopted myself as a really? newborn, and that's just it, – it's cool to be able to use your own story yeah. for some good, right? The platform that you're on in the NFL. It's what we do. Football is what we do, but why you do it or why you're there yeah. um, for the adoption thing, man, to be able to play Madden with some kids yeah. <laughs> or put on a financial literacy camp for them, let them come out and play football with us. Like The amount of doors you can open in the, in the windows that you see from some of these kids, like, okay, this is the blueprint. I can take this. I can yeah. run with it. I can go wherever I want to go with it. Uh, it's really cool to, to work in that space. Talking to Alec Ingo, Miami Dolphins fullback Five-year
1: NFL vet, three years for the Raiders, and if we're not mistaken, they went to Vegas. You were you finished in Oakland. Right? So, have you have you been to Allegiant? What do you think about the change? I mean, we won't get into the A's because we don't have enough time for all that. And, and then the Raiders, they got their own problems with the Chiefs and the Niners. Yes. You got to pick your poison. Yes. We got a lot of Raider fans in Sacramento. What do you think about what the Raiders got going on? Man, so
3: my rookie year was the last year in Oakland. Yeah. Okay, So, I was okay. a part of that transition yeah. period yeah. into Vegas with COVID, all of that. But that last year in Oakland, man, that Crazy. was something special. It was one of the best years. I literally named my dog Oakland because I, really? loved, I loved being there. It was, you know, we're in Alameda, but I was staying right down Jack London Square. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was right downtown. I was in
1: Alameda, yep. It,
3: dude, it's, it, it's an absolute pleasure. The, the aura of the Raiders, you just get that little taste of the Coliseum. All of that uh, was beautiful, and I was glad that I got one year there. And then a part of that Vegas trip, man, that was a a crazy experience, trying to pack up my things from the apartment, driving straight down to Vegas, trying to, you know, figure out what what the heck to do down here, man. So it it was a good time with the Raiders for sure. You talk
2: about that Raider culture too and how you felt it when you were in Oakland, and it felt like they lost it a bit. I mean, a bit of no identity just showing up in Vegas. Do you feel like Antonio Pierce has kind of brought that? That seems to be the thing that most people say he's really bringing is just he understands what it means to be a Raider.
3: Yeah, we had a good like nucleus core group of guys, Max Crosby, Josh Jacobs, myself, Foster Morrow, Hunter mm-hmm. Renfro, like we AJ Cole still playing right. with the Raiders. Like we had a group of guys make that transition yeah. and do the best we could with it. And you see Headman, Antonio Pierce coming in, like that's the that's the Raiders that you know and yeah. love. That's the Raiders that you know we're we're smoking in the in the locker room, <laughs> right, whatever it is. Right. It's like they're the bad boys. They're they're playing tough defense. It hurts when you play those guys. We played them coming off our bye week, man. And it was like such a back and forth game, a close game. We're really talented. We end up pulling it out, but everyone's showing up. That after yeah. the facility, the next day, we're like, man, them boys hit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. defense hits. Max Crosby hits. So uh, it's cool to see that they have that that opportunity to carry through a little bit of that consistency with those guys still in the building. Talking to Alec Ingo, Miami Dolphins fullback, and. You know,
1: you talk about the Raiders hitting hard. Well, we know the Niners hit hard, not just on defense, Ooh. offense as well. Yeah. And Kyle Juszczyk is part of that. We will, we've we been wondering, you get tight end U, yeah. right? And and they're calling it the tight end u Bowl with George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. Is there anything, because they're not a lot of fullbacks still in the league right now. Is there any connection or any type of Fullback, you
3: that you have with other guys uh, in the league that are fullbacks. Right now, it's just a group chat, but I heard that. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome! Okay. That's how tight end you started. That's right? right. And they go to Nashville. They're doing their thing. So I'm thinking we bring all the fullbacks up to the Northwoods, right? Mm-hmm. Somewhere yes. in the middle of nowhere, we're just deadlifting, yes, steaks, yes. right? Just all this stupid, <laughs> like no <laughs> forks, no, no forks, no We're just breathing with our <laughs> mouths the whole time. And Juice probably is like he's the goat right now, man. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion, but like there's another a number of other guys around the league doing their things so uh it's always cool to see the fullbacks getting their love and i'm hoping he has a heck of a game in the super bowl yeah yeah
2: i, I hate to bring this up but i mean you you know this chiefs team really well you yes. saw them in the playoffs what 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 was kind of your thought going through that game and of course the weather played a huge factor in that but just what have you thought about the chiefs run uh to the super bowl so far
3: i mean their discipline man it's it's all about like the culture that they have yeah. it feels like it's just in the bricks like, yeah they just know how to win And it's like they make it so difficult for you to do what you love to do, what you want to do. And I think their game plan, the coaching, executing it from the film room to the game room. I know this is like cliche sayings, but it's true. And when you feel it, it's like, man, this is – they don't get phased. You watch an AFC championship game against the Ravens, there's no bonehead mistakes. There's Mm -hmm. no turnovers. They aren't aren't playing bad football. They're playing good football when it matters most. And it's just like – it just felt like as soon as they won – they're like, all right, it's on to the Super Bowl. Let's get yeah. in our routine. Like there was no cele- there was no crazy celebrating. It was like shaking hands. Right. This is what we expect to do. Now let's go over to Vegas and play play a Super Bowl. Talking to Alec Ingo Miami Dolphins fullback. Before we get your pick, I
1: do want to ask the comparisons between, or I guess some of the similarities we've been talking so much about, Brock Purdy and the game manager stuff. But you have a quarterback that has dealt with. I guess similar criticisms in Tua. do you see any similarities either on the field or just in the, in the media with how both of these quarterbacks are viewed and,
3: and maybe a little underrated? Yeah. I think you, you hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of similarities in maybe some of the, the criticism that they the have to face, right. the narratives that they have to face. And I mean, that's, that's the funny thing about narratives is it really doesn't matter when it gets in your walls. And it's mm-hmm. like, you get to a lead in the league in passing from week one all the way through to week 18. Like, dude was balling, yeah. Man, but he still had to deal with those narratives. Can he stay healthy every single week? Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy, you're dealing with those same narratives. Is he a game manager? Is he not? Dude just keeps winning, yeah. keeps balling. He's in the NFC Championship game, ripping off 27 unanswered points with yeah. a bloody nose, with torn up leggings, <laughs> like throwing his shoulder down, running people over. And yeah. it's like, is that a game manager? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but he keeps winning ball games, So uh narratives are a funny thing i I love when quarterbacks can like feel it yeah like move into that Mm -hmm. embrace it a little bit and use it as kind of like their own little x factor as a part of the overall game
1: well this has been outstanding alec talking to alec engel you have your own weekly show now players point on series xm nfl radio channel and i definitely want to check it out because this has been great definitely want to make sure we get you out of here on time but before we do you're yep. looking at it right Come here. On. You're looking at the poster. Do, do the Niners get number six? Or like you said, that
3: business over there, will they take care of business from Kansas City and Mahomes gets another championship? I think it's going to be a tight game. Mm-hmm. And I think the 49ers score about as many points as Christian McCaffrey gets touches. Wow. If you get him out of the backfield, he's touching the ball 25, 30 times this game, they're going to be scoring a lot of points. I, I could see the 49ers getting number six. C-Mac might have that MVP. Maybe it's Brock Purdy. Maybe it's Kyle Maybe hey, it's Kyle come on. Yeah. Maybe Big old Trent Williams. Let's give right, him Right, some love. right, right. Great. Oh, man. So I, I take the Niners in this one.
1: 27-24. And again, congrats on your nomination for the NFL. Yes. Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. That is outstanding. Alec, this has been great. Have fun the rest of your time in Vegas, and hopefully we talk to you soon. Yes, sir. I can't wait. Appreciate oh, you guys. All right. You got to get to a break. When we get back more Styles and Watkins in Vegas, thanks to Jimmy Loop, Sacktown Sports.
3: Our Styles and Watkins road trip to Radio Row in Las Vegas is brought to you by jiffy lube for car maintenance from oil changes to tires and brakes jiffy lube has you covered now back to more of styles and watkins
1: we are back sacktown sports road trip to radio row in las vegas is brought to you by our friends at jiffy lube when it's time for a road trip visit jiffy lube for all your automotive maintenance needs Jippy lube is your road trip headquarters thousand watkins we are live from radio row joined by the one the only solomon wilcotts who is an nfl veteran nfl network nfl radio analyst Host of the opening drive, which you can hear weekday mornings on the Sirius XM NFL Radio channel. Solomon, thank you so much for joining us. Oh yeah, man! Great to be on with you guys from Sacktown. Yes, man. sir. All right, yes, sir.
0: I, know, I know a little bit about that. Really okay. good. We'll watch out the sack. Well, no, one of my boys, my one of uh, Eric Thomas, played for the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> he and I met at the scouting combine. We ended up getting drafted to the same team. He's repping Sacramento mm-hmm. 100%. Yes. So he's born and raised there. And so, um, he, But he's my best friend, was the best man in my wedding. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, it's all he ever talks about. Dude, there you people, go. <laughs> people from Sacramento love them That's from Sacramento. Exactly right. That's right. That's awesome. That's yeah.
1: right. That's right. Solomon, so let's start here. Obviously, as an analyst, you are looking at this game from through the lens of just a guy who played defensively we've heard a lot about both run defenses, right? Yeah. And, I, and what me and Chris have been talking about is the Niners run defense hasn't been playing well. The Chiefs run defense just isn't very good, right? How does that affect you as a former DB? How does that affect you when the run game and the run defense isn't really working as you would like? How does that affect you on the back end? All right, if they try to throw the ball here, we got to make sure that we're on our P's and Q's because the run defense ain't cutting it today.
0: Well, first of all, I think it is a very good question because if you're a secondary defender and you're getting gassed up front in the run game, you have this tendency to want to creep a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage, Mm -hmm. get up there maybe a little sooner because it gives you the chance to get up on the running back uh, before there's too much space for him to operate, right? Mm -hmm. And if they're really quick and fast, they could get the angle and run away from you. Mm -hmm. So you got to be cognizant not to get, too far away and to try to at least corral them, what happens is you start to get nosy. Right. And you start to get a little, become a little more undisciplined and now you're not on your keys. You're not really participating. Remember, the, they give it the term secondary for a reason. Mm-hmm. You are a secondary defender. Right. right. Not a primary <laughs> defender. <laughs> your job is not to stop the run mm-hmm, if yeah. you are a secondary player. Mm-hmm. So you're not your job is just don't let it hit for a home run right. right and so that's what happens you start to feel like man we're getting gashed today mm-hmm. now you start creeping up to that line and you're trying to become more of a primary yeah. run defender mm-hmm. and now you're not doing your job next thing you know they go play action pass man. you're sniffing around line yeah. of scrimmage somebody's running right by you and they were wide open yeah. for a touchdown that that's usually and it has a cumulative effect right over yeah. the course of a game and you can catch some safeties getting a little bit nosy. Yeah, creeping right. around the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that's fast. I've never heard, like, obviously, everyone knows the term
2: secondary, but I've, ne- I've never there thought of it in that fashion. There that's there incredible. Go. Obviously, you talk about the Bengals a lot. You, you were on mm-hmm. the Bengals for some time. A lot has talked about Brock Purdy and his supporting cast, but mm-hmm. we've actually talked about on the show, not a lot is brought up about Joe Burrow and how he had Jamar Chase and yeah. T. Higgins and yeah. Tyler Boyd. How much yeah. do, you, do you feel like it's fair for Brock to get the amount of criticism he gets when it feels like, you know, guys like Tua, it's not just Joe Burrow, but there's plenty of guys out there who have good supporting casts and they don't seem to get the same mm, flack
0: that that uh, Brock seems to get. I think it's totally unfair because every single quarterback um, is, and not 100% a byproduct of the players they have around them, um, but I do think early in a quarterback's career, it's so much needed to have veteran players around them, right? And guys who have some nuance and understanding how to get open, how to uh, win in contested catches situations. Then as quarterbacks begin to become more mature, uh, more knowing, more understanding of defenses, now they can help the guys around them elevate, right? And so that's kind of here. All of them have this arc of growth and development. I think Mahomes is just one of those guys that's been an outlier. Came right in his very first year as a starter through for 5,000 yards. Mm -hmm. Throw him back across the field, right? right? Stuff you're not even supposed to do. (laughs) But Brock Purdy deserves a lot of credit because when plays break down, he is still capable of making plays. Mm -hmm. He's asked to participate uh, within the structure of the offense. And anything outside of that, Kyle Shanahan wouldn't play him. Right. So, yeah, he's yeah. asked, even as you listen to Kyle Shanahan, he's asked to manage moments in games. He's asked to be a game manager. And now as his career grows and when moments change within games, like you saw in the uh, NFC Championship right. game, mm-hmm. he was asked to do more. Yep. Right. And he proved that he could do more. Right. Uh, if you look at the AFC Championship game, second half, uh, Pat Mahomes was asked to be a game manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What didn't he yeah he they didn't score in the second they didn't half score no point but nope, you, know no what turnovers. He, you know what he's asked to do don't turn it over yep. yep so if you understand the nuances of the game understand what the quarterback is being asked to do at mm-hmm. various moments in games then i think then you can critique fairly mm-hmm. but look i think some people like the low-hanging fruit i think some people are journalists they're entertainers mm-hmm. they love to be bombastic and say the thing that gets headlines that's what it if is that's now. what they do that's what they do it's right. okay but at the real true football people know that Brock Purdy is more than just the game
1: manager because he's proven it when he's been asked to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. talking to Solomon Wilcott's NFL network NFL radio analyst host of the opening drive weekday mornings on the Sirius XM NFL radio channel Solomon you played in the Super Bowl against the Niners right and the mm-hmm. Niners got it done we talk a lot when it comes to these picks and everybody keeps saying, "Hey, the Chiefs have Mahomes." And that's a that's a big deal, right? Even if the Niners mm-hmm. might be a little bit better, but we've been saying here that, you know, it's it's kind of hard to stay hungry when you're well fed. And yeah. the Chiefs have been well fed. Just take us through you were in the situation to just get in the mindset of the Niners. If you had an opportunity to go up against the Niners again, wouldn't you say that the Niners maybe have a little bit more hunger in this Super Bowl to to, to go up and get revenge to what happened in the Chiefs the last time they played them?
0: I, I'll I'll go a step further because I do believe it's kind of like you have something good, man. Don't quit your hunger. Mm-hmm. You just you greedy, you want right, more. Right. Yeah. Anything that's good. Yep. Potato want, chips, yep. Bro, <laughs> I don't care what it is. You're like, oh, I gotta get some more of that. Yeah. You're right, right, and that, right. If you listen to Travis Kelsey talk about mm-hmm. it. He said he's never wanted a Super Bowl more than yeah. wanting this one. Yeah. Because if you get one, you know what you want? Two. Another yep. one. If you get right. two, you know what you want? Three. <laughs> yep. Ask Tom Brady. Right. He didn't stop at three. He didn't stop at four. He didn't stop at seven Super Bowls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This dude. Now, if that's not greedy, that's gluttony. Yeah. yeah. But guess what? <laughs> that's what success does. It, yeah. It breeds even more success. But I think if, if, look, as a defensive player, if you would ask me, what defense would you, if you had to play against one, because of what's going to be required to stop that opposing offense, which one would you have rather not face? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to say, oh, I'll take Pat Mahomes," mm-hmm. <laughs> Because you know that dude is tough. Yeah. But think about it. I'd rather have to say stop Pat Mahomes." There's no Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. And all the other receivers, Rache Rice is a rookie. He's right. the best of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you say, okay, we just got to stop Travis Kelsey. Right. I gotta just take him away. And everybody else, I'ma live with. Mm-hmm. I would not want to have to face this 49ers offense yeah. right. where Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, he could beat you. Uh Kittle could beat you. IU mm-hmm. could beat you. Kyle Yu's can beat you. Right. Sure. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot of problems yeah. for Steve Spagnolo, the defensive yeah. coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, to have to say, I gotta stop this guy. I gotta stop this guy. That That is a very difficult equation. Yeah. So I think that's the best way that I would put it. Yeah. If I had to play against one offense and say, who's easier to stop? I would say it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. But it's not an easy equation. Oh, right. It's yes. still going to be tough. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah,
1: yeah. Solomon, thank you so much. This has been great. Before we get you out of here, yeah. we got to get gotta your pick. Get Who do you have? Winning this one, do the Niners get six, or is it the Chiefs again?
0: We're in Vegas, right? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. You're always playing the
1: odds. Yeah. Yep. And the,
0: look, Pat Mahomes, bad dude. Mm-hmm. All right? yeah. And and the money says, don't bet against Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm rooting for them to win. That's not the same thing. Yeah. I'm just saying, smart money say, don't bet against Pat Mahomes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yep. All right? And I know you guys are Niners fans, mm-hmm. but if I had your mortgage right now, i say, <laughs> You're going to lose your house on this one. Come on now. Yeah. You you be right there with me. I know. I know.
1: know. So you got the Chiefs. (laughs) You got the Chiefs. Appreciate you, Solomon. Thank you. NFL veteran, NFL network, NFL radio analyst, host of the opening drive weekday mornings on Sirius XM NFL radio channel. Solomon, thank you so much. Got to get to a break. We'll be right back with more Styles and Watkins in Vegas. Thanks. We are back. Styles and Watkins. Oil changes. Tire rotations, your overall car maintenance, Jiffy Lube. Jiffy Lube is the place to take your car for your next road trip. Jiffy Lube, proud sponsor of Styles & Watkins Radio Row Road Trip to Las Vegas. Joined by my guy, (laughs) we kicked it back in Alameda. Now I'm in Sacramento, Town Styles. Carlos Ramirez, NBC Sports, Bay Area, 49ers, pre and post. Carlos, where are you? Why aren't you with us right now? We talked to Laura. Okay. <laughs> we talked to Jennifer Lee Chan. Where are you at, Carlos?
2: Carlos? <laughs> Hold on. We can't hear Carlos.
0: Oh, man can't hear Carlos. we're trying
1: to get trying to get carlos
2: okay huh
1: as we get right, carlos yeah, we'll we saw him out. yeah we i know no, we carlos. saw him we saw
2: him on the stream
1: we got people him. coming up to I us know. during the live
2: stream. We got mics, <laughs> know, man. man. No respect. Every, everyone wants to be on the show. We That's told, right. We talked about this yesterday, man. Someone, That's right. someone came up and was like, "Hey, man, you, you're gonna want me on your show." Yeah, man. you're gonna. Trust hey, me. trust <laughs> me, you're gonna want like, me. Right, okay, man, okay, for sure. Yeah, for I, sure. Well, I, you talk
1: to Jay. don't I <laughs> Talk to me. You know, I just, I'm just behind the mic. <laughs> I don't, you know. Jay is the man with the plan. Wanted to get a little bit into somebody that I think we're not talking enough about as we. I think we have Carlos. Carlos, we got you. Hello,
4: can you hear me? Yeah, We got you now. Yeah. We got you. Yeah.
1: Carlos Ramirez, NBC Sports Bay Area. You in the car right now. Are you driving to Vegas? Did you go to Jiffy Loop first? Are you driving <laughs> to Vegas to kick it with your boys?
4: No and no. I'm driving up to San Francisco. <laughs> we're taping uh, today's show, today's 49ers live show, and then we're flying to Las Vegas with Dante wow. Rod. To complete the NBC Sports coverage team with you guys in in Nevada before before we start, if if you let me, if you would indulge yes, me, I am so happy, so 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 happy to see that someone finally opened their ears and eyes and gave my friend Alan Stiles the opportunity yes. he deserves because you, he is he is a smart prepared strong sensitive very smart human being and i'm very happy to see that sacramento has one of the best people i've met in the business in the industry good things to you my brother and to everyone who works with you because you're a beacon of light for everyone in this business carry on
1: thank you carlos (laughs) thank you baby tear (laughs) up man No, you need to update your Instagram or your Twitter bio or thank something, you, man. Carlos, Thank you, Carlos. Thank you so much, Chris. You go. I need to yeah, take know, a minute. Yeah, here. I know. Yeah, you need to <laughs> take, take a minute. Carlos, thank yesterday, Carlos. big
2: news
4: uh, coming out. Now, from, uh, wait, from the sorry, NFL sorry. Honors. I, no, you're good. Go ahead. Sorry, I, I just want to know if I read that. Just how you wrote it, Alan. Was that was that right?
1: Yes, that was correct. That was correct. Okay. I think you left. Perfect. I think you left out extremely humble as well <laughs> yeah, yeah. and good looking. But you hit on Sorry. everything else. You hit on everything
4: Sorry. else. I, I, I must have missed that in the email. My bad. Sorry. Yes. <laughs>
2: yes. Thank you, uh, Carlos. Yeah, I want to ask you about the NFL honors yesterday. Niners had a pretty big day. You get Patrick Willis into the Hall of Fame. You get CMC as the uh, offensive player of the year. Just h- how awesome was that to see last night? The uh, the Niners getting those wins before hopefully the win on Sunday.
4: It was it was really nice. It was really emotional to see Patrick finally get his due in the yeah. NFL, in the Football Hall of Fame in Canton. I've, I've had the privilege to work with Patrick a couple of times while hosting yeah. 49ers pre and post, and he is such a humble. He he's one of those people who you have no idea how they become what they became on the football field because they're they're so different. They have two, it's like split personalities. He is such yeah. a gentle giant. But then we, when he put those pads on and those helmets, it was all business. It was all mean football spirit, and, and not to hurt people. But you know what I'm saying. So, yes, I, I think no. it was a very emotional day for all Forty Niners fans who understood it was it was long overdue for Patrick to be inducted into Canton. And then I don't think there was any doubt that Christian McCaffrey was going right. to win this award. Uh, I believe he he should have been higher up in the uh, in the MVP conversation. With with all due respect to Lamar Jackson, I, I think yeah. some people who vote for this award should either lay a, a clearer groundwork for what what how how do they evaluate who's going to be the MVP? Because yes. I mean Lamar Jackson had a great season, but mm-hmm. I, I, I think if you look at the scope of who did their job better, who was more influential towards the success of their team, yeah. I don't I, I don't think there's any doubt. That Christian McCaffrey was at least up there with with Lamar Jackson, but uh, and then you had Brock Purdy also winning the the FedEx uh, Air uh, Player of the Year award with McCaffrey being the ground Player of the Year. So it, it was a very emotional and deserved night for the 49ers, and hopefully it was just the the um, how to put the lobby for what will happen yes. on Sunday. <laughs>
1: Talking to Carlos Ramirez, NBC Sports, Bay Area 49ers pre and post. And, Carlos, I thought it was 70-30 with everybody that we've had on the show as far as their picks, right? Chris said it might be 80-20, everybody picking the Chiefs, including your (laughs) co-host, your friend, Laura Britt. She went in the direction of the Chiefs. Are you surprised? I mean, I know that Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. I know that they have Travis Kelsey. But I'm, I'm starting to think at this point the most underrated part of the Niners has got to be their defense. They've always had an elite defense. They haven't looked like it, okay, these last couple weeks. But I think the Niners got everybody right where they want them because nobody is really talking about the Niners. This is the first time I think you can say a team is the betting favorite but I guess the majority or the public underdog. What, what are your thoughts on that?
4: Yeah, I, I think recency bias Allen plays a part in how people perceive this matchup. What I mean by that is I think people just remember what happened against the Lions and the Packers and how the 49ers looked on both those games, especially their first half, and then they go back and look at what uh, the Chiefs did against the Ravens and, and the Bills. And they mm-hmm. say, well, th- perhaps they see a two-game trend in the 49ers, their slow start, and if they do that again, they're not going to be able to come back against the Chiefs. I-, I think that's the line of reasoning behind why they're choosing. Major- the majority of people are going behind the Chiefs and, and picking Kansas City. They are the defending champions. Plus, they did beat the 49ers four years ago, even though they're vastly different teams. But... If, if you just look at the totality of the season from week one to week 21, right? There's no doubt that the 49ers are the better football team, even with the loss of Telenovo Funga that I think is a significant loss for that, uh, for that um, defense. But they have the two most penalized tackles in football, the Chiefs do. Joe Tooney will not suit up for Sunday. And even if he does, He's not going to be at 100%. So I I like to look at the bigger picture here and say the 49ers have the better running back. They have the better tight end this season. Undoubtedly the best wide receiver core. They have a healthier offensive line. They have a better front seven. I do think the Chiefs have a better kicker and secondary. They have a better... have the pieces... How do you not like the 49ers? It's it just, again, with all due respect to the Chiefs and what Patrick Mahomes does, he is one man. I understand it. Mm-hmm. He yes. is a very influential man within the construct of the game. I get that. I get all that. But I, I like to just see a wider picture of who these teams were in the season. And the 49ers yep. were the better football team.
2: Yep. Absolutely. No, 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 no doubt at all. Carlos, I know Alan's going to want to ask you a couple Giants questions, so I'm going to get mine in <laughs> real quick. I know you're a big soccer fan. Uh, the World yes. Cup just announced that officially uh, Levi's is going to host six of those World Cup games. First off, how awesome is that for, for the Bay Area? And uh, also, I mean, with with the concerns of the final uh, being at MetLife Stadium, are we afraid that uh, the the that field is going to take away Killian Mbappe from us?
4: No. Uh, That's a great question. Well, first of all, the Bay Area has been deprived of the overwhelming superstar MLS experience because we know how the Quakes operate. They haven't been able to sign or haven't decided, to Mm. be honest, to sign uh, a top-end tier star to come to the Bay Area, which I think is just a disservice to this market because Bay Area is used to the Stephen Currys of the world, the, the Barry Bonds, the George Kittles, the Joe Montanas, the Steve Youngs, the Jerry Rices, uh, the Clay Thompsons, and so on and so forth. Uh, they did have Chris Wondolowski for a bit, but yes. if we're talking <laughs> about global global yeah. stars like yes. David Beckham, Thierry Henry, Slotten, and now Lionel Messi and Kaká who played in Orlando, the Quakes have a, they have one they have a do with with this fan base to go out and get a bona fide, soccer star but since i don't see that happening in the near future and we understand the ties that the quakes have with the a's and why that might be the case i think the real the first real taste of soccer massiveness of the intensity of what this sport really is will come in 2026 i hope we get a usa national team game game here or a mexico national team game i don't think mexico will play here because it makes sense for them to play all their games in, in Mexico and in Guadalajara, Mexico City and Monterrey. Right. But that will be, I hope that, that in combination with a couple of years of Bay FC and the NWSL will really give the Bay Area a, a real taste of what European fans, South American fans get on a weekly basis with their domestic leagues and, and continental Cubs and national teams. Whenever I speak about soccer with my fellow NBC Sports Bay Area people, if they're not soccer fans, it's like I'm talking a, speaking a foreign language. They don't understand it. And, and I get it because how, why would they if they've right. never seen this? And when I say, listen, this is bigger than any 49ers game, they're like, no, nah, nah, shut up. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So yeah. th- that, that I think will change the minds and perspectives of many people here in the Bay.
1: Talking to Carlos Ramirez, NBC Sports Bay Area, 49ers pre and post. Carlos, all right, we see you driving. Wherever you're going, get there safe. But before we get you out of here, let's get your pick. Are you going to add to the 80 with the Chiefs? Or are you going to be no! a part of the minority no! with the 20? No! I know, I got to ask anyway. I know you're Niners. No. I know you're you're Niner gang.
4: Come on. Listen, I, I respect the Chiefs. I, I hope we have a tightly contested game for viewership's sake, for my heart mm-hmm. and, and everyone else's cardiac conditions, <laughs> I, I hope the 49ers blow them out. I don't mm-hmm. think it'll happen. But what I do believe with the bottom of from the bottom of my heart is that a more mature Cal Shanahan, a more accomplished Cal Shanahan, with this offense and the pieces that it's built with have a different sense of urgency and calmness at the same time, which might seem like a juxtaposition. Let me explain. Trent Williams, this is his first Mm -hmm. Super Bowl. It might be his only Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey, first Super Bowl. Hopefully not the last one. Right. But there's a combination of pieces here who have either been here before and know what's at stake or have this is their first trip here but have such – mileage behind their careers that understand what's at stake from a different perspective so I think that gives them both the adequate sense of urgency with the proper sense of maturity to approach this battle on Sunday mm-hmm. and that's why okay. I think and we're, and we've been talking a lot about the defense and the foot and Nash defense and how they've looked last couple of games fair. But if the 49ers are going to win this game, I think they're going to have to score 30-plus. The Chiefs' defense has not allowed more than 27 points this season. That's the the top. And it was against the Packers, a game they lost 27-19. to So I think the 49ers' number has to be 30, at least 30. So they can put the pressure on an offense that at times has looked pedestrian, to be honest. So if you put the pressure on the MVS's and the Pacheco's and the Rashi Rice's to deliver, I think that offense might crumble. With that offensive line, that is not up to the task, I think, to protect Mahomes of Bosa, Young, Hargrave, Armstead, Warner, Greenlaw, and, and Steve Wilkes' packages. So that, to me, is the key. You have to get to at least 30 to put stress on that offense. And I think the 49ers will take Super Bowl 58. We're going to bring the six Lombardi. Damn. the bay we're going to have a parade next week hopefully i'm going to give a 34 27 super bowl win to the 49ers
1: there you go you heard it here first carlos ramirez picking the niners to get it done nbc sports bay area 49ers pre and post you can catch all of the niners coverage that you could ever want and need on nbc sports bay area and pre and post after and before the big game. Carlos, thank you so much. No Giants talk this time. Just another reason for us to have you on yes. in the spring when it gets going. Take care of yourself, and maybe I'll see you
4: tonight. Thank you, guys. Great job you guys are both doing in Sacramento. I'm so happy to see good people do good job in a good market. Uh, all the best to you, too. Hope to see you tonight there in Vegas and over the weekends. Yes. And, again, Sacramento, please listen to these two guys. A- aside from being tremendous Analysts and journalists, they're both great people, and that's hard to come by in this business. So appreciate them, listen to them every single day. Uh, all the love to you, too, and see you soon, guys.
1: Thank you so Thank much, you, Carlos. Carlos. We'll talk to you soon. Got to get to a break when we get back. More Styles and Watkins, more guests, more Niners talk, more Super Bowl talk. Sacktown Sports live in Vegas. Thanks to Jiffy Lou.